Recorded live. The conference is now in silent mode. There's, sometimes there's a political slant, but I, I really got some wonderful customer service people at Blog Talk Radio, I must say. So that um, when the system sometimes has an issue, it has to come down to customer service people. And one was the Bernie person. So, let's look at the labels. Liberal, conservative, are you confused? So, we need to talk about these political labels. What do they mean? You know, what does left and the right mean? A Democrat, a Republican, a moderate, a socialist. Huh, that really means a lot in this election, right? A libertarian. What does that nasty term communist mean anyway? What are their economic policies? And what plans do they have for your money? That's the bottom line, right? Money? You know, we really need to look at that. I have a book I've been reading. It's A Beginner's Guide to Political Economics. And it's it's real eye-opening. I'm sorry every time I say that. That um, I can... Remember her name. She died in 1929. Uh, she's considered essential reading for a number of different universities, colleges, and I just can't remember. I, I apologize. I apologize. Um, I got to take down this page. All right. All right, see someone calling in restricted. Thank you for the phone call. I put out a plea for people to call in because I'm getting whited out, blacked out. I don't know what turn burned out. Um, I was getting quite a few callers, sometimes 20, 30 people in one show. And now even my regulars, because of life events, are not able to call in. And I love Patty from New York. I love Patty from New York. She's fabulous. Wonderful. And Michigan Mike and Logan. Um, my goodness. I don't know what's going on. But I'm here to get the message of Bernie Sanders out. That is my agenda. I'll be straight and and forthcoming. My message is to get information about the Bernie Sanders campaign, the election journey that we're all on to get the information out so people have the right and correct information of where to go to to get their voter registration, where to vote. If they have a problem with voter, like on the day that they vote, they're having issues with voting, who do they contact? You know, things like that, you know, with voter fraud and all these different issues that unfortunately we've had to deal with within this presidential election 2016 and of course the issues that matter from state to state Uh, june 7th is a primary that is a big day for united states of america there's north dakota south dakota there's new mexico this is on june 7th of course there is new jersey there's california and two days prior to that is also the primary for puerto rico they are americans they are a part of America, but not a state. I know that's hard to comprehend. So let me play a song real quick. I, I'm trying to get some people from New Mexico. And there was...
protests in Washington. Perhaps there were some Bernie Sanders supporters that happened to be at these demonstrations that were against Donald Trump. I have a hard time saying his name. But we need to be fair and be open to other people's positions, even if we do not agree with it. On political Woodstock, every voice has value. That means we respect the other party. We let them have their say until they say concluded. I ask people when they're done with their say, if they have a statement to say, that they say concluded, because there may be other people that are live on air, and I do not want the other party to be interrupted. Does that make sense? So um, let me play a burner song. Get back up here. And what are you guys in the mood for? What are you in the mood for? We could talk. You know, I had a, a caller from West Virginia, and I really enjoyed this, this caller. His name's Jimmy. He goes by the name Jimmy Lethal. And he has a YouTube channel, but it's not safe for work. I must implore it's not safe for work or for children or anybody that's sensitive. Do not open that YouTube channel. It's uh, inflammatory, uh, to say the least. But he talked about Bernie Sanders and how his voice, uh, Bernie Sanders, that is, reminded him of Joey Ramone's voice. And I have a clip of Joey Ramone's voice, by the way. Um, but I just had to, I'm just going down my soundboard of clips that I have and need to grab some things. Um, so uh, this is kind of how I feel like sometimes. When I've done this podcast and others, um, you may hear me talk about We the People Oklahoma. It's a grassroots group that affects policy, affects social change, social justice issues. But this is how I feel sometimes when I I do podcasts. I've done different podcast series on vaccine safety. I'm not an anti-vaccine person. I'm for safe vaccines. There's a difference. There's a complete and utter difference. You know, and I'm well-versed on some of these topics. But this is how I feel. And then I'm going to play a song after this. Then we'll come back, hopefully, with some more callers. I appreciate each and every person that is listening. Should you want to participate, you'll need to press 1 on your phone. Or if you're calling in through Skype, You have to go to the dial pad, which should be under conversation, I think. Um, There's some tabs up there. Look through there. You'll want to look for the word dial pad. Press 1. I'll be right back with you. And this is from I Am Legend. Just a little short clip. Waiting for it to start for you. He's playing golf in this scene. That's why there's a little bit of he's aiming. Here comes the music to tug at your heartstrings. My name is Robert Neville. This is how I feel. I'm a survivor living in New York City. I am broadcasting on all AM frequencies. I will be at the South Street Seaport every day at midday when the sun is highest in the sky. 
you are out there, if anyone is out there, I can provide food, I can provide shelter, I can provide security. If there's anybody out there, anybody, please, you are not alone. Keep your eye on this one for me. I'm getting good. Now I wanted to remind you that um, I'm going to be getting some more phone calls. I got to play a song because I got to take care of some business. But you are important to me. Your voice is important to me. Your voice voice holds value. Your vote is incredibly important. There's never been such a time as this. You are needed. I want to welcome you to the table of conversation. A table where everyone is heard, everyone is fed, your thirst is taken care of. Yeah, it and sounds there's like there's more going on over here than on this table than just conversation. That's a girl sounding like a, join a, a lonely sex operator right table. now. Shut up, that's a girl. Shut up. For soon. Shut up. This table will be removed, and you may regret not being heard. Having said that, I'm going to play a song, trying to decide which one. I don't know if Patty is listening. Try if I should bring up the, bring up the energy. Uh, I like a an artist. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of him. He goes by the name. He, he's in Louisiana, by the way. The, this this gentleman that's to me is genius. For he creates some of his instruments himself. He creates music. Really, is in the mode of creation. He wrote a song called "Hell Broke Loose." L U C E. You can still find them down there in the salons of New Orleans. Should we go there? Or should we go to Melody Gordeaux? Or perhaps go to Mill Sand? Mill Sand has this beautiful song. Very touching. I don't think we're there there. I think we need to bring up the energy. Think we need to bring up the energy? 
Shall we go to Tom? And of course, Emil Sand, the song that I'm referring to, I don't want to leave you hanging on there. It's called Read All About It, Part Three. And it's Tom. Oh, Waits, Tom Waits. I'm sorry, I had a, a moment there. Yeah. Yeah. So many songs with messages. I like Burn the Vote, personally. I love Burn the Vote. Sometimes I have a hard time making a choice when there's so many good ones. So many good ones. I think back to many different things. You know what? We're going to go to Burn the Vote because <laughs> it's just such a good song. I started it, you know, that started the podcast with it for those of you who have not yet heard it. I'm going to play that and I'll be back in just a moment. Or three moments. Sing with it. This is just too good not to sing with. When life's got you down and you're running out mm-hmm. of rope. Looking for a reason to have a little hope, but the government's giving you a reason to mope. Change your ways and burn How many the times vote. are we going to have to hear this damn song? To work on time to a job that's paying you less I've never heard a more repetitive show in my life. You know who you are, the choice is yours. You decide if it's your body, then it's your right. When you're young, among the millennial masses, you have the power to say what passes. Follow your heart and your intuition and join us in our coalition. Because college tuition should be free, you know, not some profiteering corporate scheme. Casino, if you see what I see underneath the scope. Now is the time to burn the vote. I said burn the vote, you millennials. Burn the vote, you know who you are. Nothing gets done if you don't demand it. So go and let's save the planet. Working hard all your life, that's called maturity. But now you need a little help, some security. Because medical bills got you feeling the strife. Burn the vote and take back your life. Hey! You deserve the right to retire. You work damn hard all your life. I'm admired by the fire in your heart that never quits. Now you deserve the reaping of the benefits. I said it once. We are the people too. We are united three. This revolution is not leaving one. We are the people too. We are united three. This revolution is not leaving one. We are the people. We are united. And we're not leaving one. We are the people too. We are united. This revolution is not leaving one. We are the people too. We are united. And we're not leaving one. We are the people too. We are united. Three. This revolution is not leaving. Can someone please stop all the niggering? Please. This revolution is what revolution? What are you talking about? We are the people. Shut the niggers up. We are united. This revolution is not leaving. Not for sale. Enough is enough. Not for sale. Enough is enough. Not for sale. Enough is enough. Not for sale. 
All right, so I guess we we are waiting on Bathtub Girl to realize that this horrible song that she was playing is over. And uh, while we wait, I guess I will welcome all of you to an all-new edition of Todd Morris Live right here on Talk Shoe. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what fucking day it is. I think it's Wednesday. I'm not sure on the date. Check back with me a, a little later. But yes, we are here live tonight. We are streaming another uh, profound edition, another wonderful and delightful edition of what is it, Political Woodstock or is it Truth Talks? I don't know what the hell. I'm moving track here tonight. Uh, so, yes, uh, she is live over on Block Talk Radio for those of you who may be interested in calling in and bringing the energy up tonight, uh, as we just heard her speaking about briefly, and she wants to bring up the energy. So we'll try to, to bring up the energy and and hold down tonight's dinner at the same time. You are listening to talk boards live as we are listening live to a political Woodstock or Truth Talks. I'm going to have to ask her what the hell the name of the show is. But, uh, yeah, stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Todd Morris Live. I am your host, the one and only Todd Morris. Stay with us. Hurry up, that tech girl. Hurry up. Let's 
now I feel silly. This whole time I unmuted myself, and I forgot to unmute the chair, I mean the phone. I've been looking for some information that I wanted to recite or at least tell you about. I was telling you about all the bookcases in my house and how some people are converting Edgar Allan Poe's lengthy poems, his narratives, I cannot believe they didn't throw that away, to uh, illustrated, is it there? What the hell? What's this book? Well, why did they stash this one here? She was supposed to read that. Okay. Uh, I still teach one of my kids at home. Oh, I bet I know where it is. We're playing... Oh, what is that? Where you have to find things. You know, um, we have to search. It's not a... You know what it is? Let's see. I think it might be over here. No? No? No, no, no. Those are a bunch of envelopes I didn't get out. I, if I've even gotten to the point where I just have things in form, when a legislator decides to consider voting for a crazy... What's this? Am I supposed to send this in? Acquaintance, uh, Virginia Ham. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Names are so funny sometimes. Ooh, got some dust in my eye. Well, anyway, where was I? Good people. Uh-oh. So, um, we were talking about labels earlier, political labels, like the left and the right, what's a moderate, what's a status, what's a fascist, do you even know? And that's in response to young people, but a lot of adults could not give you a good working definition. My adults cannot. I'm thinking about making some YouTube videos just to help people know what's what. All right, that's it. Desert, hand me the bullets. And if you're in a photo registration form, I'm going to do it. Hand me the bullets. I'm the chair of Precinct 99, so I can help you out. Bring me the bullets, Desert. We have our pride. Shut up. Shut up. Everybody's talking pride right now when they're parade is when they're celebrating it. It'll be in early June for Tulsa, Oklahoma. So if you're wanting to do something, let me know if you're in Tulsa. And I might know somebody or I might be doing something and I'm a resource person as I like to say. I can't believe I had that much dead air. I cannot believe I had that much dead air. I mean my goodness. Mm mm mm. I bet my Skype was going off. You have dead air. Oh, really? Mm. You know, I just love kids. Don't you just love kids? I do. I'm being a little sarcastic here. Um, let's see. That is for a snowman. It's the stuff. It's a snowman kit. It's kind of cute. Oh, my goodness. I remember these. I'm going through things, I'm de-junking, deciding what to keep and what not. And you and I have just run across the coolest thing. There are some very old life magazines. I think I might give this to Mark Lewis. He's the leader of Way the People, because I think he would truly appreciate this. This is from March 6, 1964. It's got a picture of Cassius Clay. Do you remember Cassius Clay? 
that was the name of Muhammad Ali, his slave name as he used to refer to it. It's a picture of him after a match, apparently, where he's all sweaty and he's smiling. And It's interesting to read these old magazines and their view of African-Americans, or the Negro problem, as they called it. There was one article in this. I don't think you can find these online, yeah, the real stories, at least. I don't think they're scanned and put in here. Wait a minute. Did she just say Negro? Oh, oh, this Are you calling good. me a Negro? Not good. This is from May 6, 1966. Only cost 35 cents. And That's it. Picture of I'm going to do it. Kennedy. This is Jackie in Spain, Mrs. Kennedy, at Fair in Seville with Countess of Quintilia. And above, it's got a headline. Stubborn whites versus Negro zealots. Northern town racked by school integration. Then above, below that says the drive to make your car safer. Just the, the jargon that they would say things. I'm thinking about giving him these. I don't think my kids would appreciate it. I had some on Jackie Kennedy, like this February 12, 71, where it says, under a chauffeur's umbrella, Jackie Onassis leaves a New York restaurant. Like, that's really newsworthy. I guess they did a lot of Jackie watching. That's what it's entitled, Jackie watching. Um, like a few more POWs that seen in uh, photographs for the first time. These men have had dropped from sight. I'm just going to say their names because I bet they haven't been said in a long time. Lieutenant David Curry, Carey, 28 and unmarried, has been in prison for three and a half years. Like most POWs, he's been allowed to send and receive mail Seven lines a month, only in the last year. Wow. And then right here it says, waiting to receive Christmas packages from home. Major Robert L. Bliss, Major James A. A. Clements. I think I've heard that name. Major James A. Clements. We'll have to research that. And Lieutenant Commander Leo G. Hyatt, they and other men on these pages have not been seen in any previous POW pictures. This is from Life magazine. Mary Biss thought her husband, quote, looked great. They look void of emotion except for the one on the right. Well, I'm just... I know this is a little bit different than talking about Bernie Sanders. Terriers were being talked about back then, back in the 60s and 70s. Now, maybe I could just send these out to one lucky person. Perhaps I could. Like I said, I'm decluttering, and I have a lot of first editions. and Some of those I won't send out. And I really, really, uh, they were presents from family members. Those, maybe one or two of them I might get rid of. really don't think first editions should be sold, but given. But this Cassius Clay had seen better days. I think my good friend would really enjoy this. Wow. 
looking through some of the pages of this Life magazine. And I think of the coverage that Bernie Sanders has been given. Looking at Budweiser advertisements in Life magazine. Do they still have a Life magazine other than just a, a site on the net? Oh, my goodness, I remember this. Different types of refrigerators that were groundbreaking, and my grandmother got one. It was a really big deal for about 15 years. Degrees for two presidents? Oh, Adolfo Lopez Mateo of Mexico and Lyndon Johnson of the U.S. accept. Honorary doctorates of law at UCLA's 96 Charter Day ceremonies. That's kind of cool. Hmm. I wonder if they had a discussion that day. Do you ever think about those things? What I'm really worried about is the primary on June 7th for California. You know, I'm worried about the media blackouts. You know, I'm just one of them. I'm just a very, very small nick in a chain. Like, I don't even, I'm not even a, a link in the chain. I'm a nick in the chain. I want us all to have blessings and good things for each other. Let me go ahead and put this down on the floor and walk over to the laptop so I can talk to you better and play my clips that I wanted to. And this is from, I like a lot of books on political science. I don't know where this one came from. It's Interest Groups in Congress, Lobbying, Contributions, and Influence. Highly advise that you guys educate yourself. If you really care about the condition of our country, learn about different things. Let's see here. So we played that. What's important to you? I mean, what's really important to you? What concerns you when you see it or read it? I doubt it's these protesters that are throwing bottles and rocks outside the Trump rally. They're not going to affect any change or policy change. That's not the way to do it. Who taught these fools? Go back to the drawing board. Go see what Martin Luther King, how he protested. He learned from Gandhi. Who did Gandhi learn from? These are the questions you should be asking. Now, we've made history in Tulsa. For the fifth time in the history, a officer in uniform was found guilty of killing a minority. And... Even though he was a volunteer officer, he was still an officer. That was Mr. Bates. And he's currently in jail, in the Tulsa County Jail, sleeping on the same thin mattress as any other criminal that's in that jail. He's awaiting formal sentencing. And then he gets to go to to prison, and it's going to be much worse then, depending on the um, severity, how long he gets to stay or... God forbid that the judge says time served. 
I'm not expecting anything. I'm just awaiting what the formal sentencing, and that will be on Tuesday. So pray for the Harris family, if you pray. But we all need to be motivated and do something with the Bernie Sanders campaign. It is true that the election has been misaligned, rigged, if you will. I'm watching a a video of Hillary Clinton right now. Sanders is at 1,533 delegates. And these superdelegates, they can change their mind. Uh, A great number of things can cause that to happen. Do you want an oligarchy? Do you know what an oligarchy is? Do you? My friends, I really need you to study and learn. I do not want anyone hurt. And our country is hurting. Our citizens are hurting. Matter of fact, my state of Oklahoma is number one in the world, not for a good thing, but for female incarceration. That is a shame that any state in the union is number one for female incarceration. And this hasn't been the first time. I work really hard to the best of my ability to help exonerate different people. And we've been fortunate to have two people exonerated, you know, from Tulsa County recently. It's not enough. It's not enough that you just sit and do nothing. You know, you can phone bank. You can canvas. There's text banking. I was honored to have Becky on here. What was that, four days ago? She was the first caller on that night, and she taught me about text banking. You can go to berniesanders.com and learn about text banking. It's similar to phone banking, and uh, there's no emotion as far as, you know, no inflection or mispronouncing a word. Uh, Spelling is key. Spelling is key. You know, with my long nails, that's kind of hard for me. Team Baby has texted with me or saw me just type really quickly. They know that I misspelled because of my long nails. There's something for everyone. Everyone has a need. And the... That that sounded wrong, didn't it? There's always a need that you can feel. Somewhere in the campaign, there's something you can do. And we are honored. We are honored that you are interested in doing it. You know, even if it's just helping with a sign-in sheet, I think that's an honor. You get to meet a lot of people. These are good things. It's a good thing. thinking right now. Now, we've had a lot of discussion about the Nevada convention, and I wanted to go over it a little bit from someone that was there. Uh, I'm scrolling up so you can hear it. You know, I want you to know that socialist is not a dirty word, and we're talking about a Democrat socialist, which is so much different from a communist. You know, I'm just 
maybe I should write a book, you know, uh, you know, about political swag, about political knowledge, and how a lack of it may damn our country into non-existence, and that the very form of government that we now possess, which is a democracy, you know, our form of government, we are a republic, we have a form of government which happens to be a democracy. That may change. That may change. It changed in Germany. They used to have a democracy. As a matter of fact, they were Democrat socialists, which usually those are people who cannot get anything done. But, you know, Bernie's different. This is a time to learn and help our fellow man. Let's take a look at this. Uh, this is about the what really happened in the Nevada Convention. I haven't asked, isolated the questions that Ariana Ashley. Uh, you can look her up on Facebook. She did a lot of videos uh, since she was there, and they're really well-done videos. And she asked people not to use them, but I'm like, you need to educate people, right? You need to educate people. So let's listen to this uh, Bernie video about this gentleman who did it. Let's find out what happened at the Nevada Convention. And why is this important? I can tell you one thing why it's important. Because there was two men that raised two chairs. They raised them and then they put them down. You know how they were talking about how violent the Nevada Convention was? How dangerous those Bernie people were? They were upset that they were getting screwed over so royally that they booed and they yelled. And this is not different from any other convention. This happens at a lot of conventions where people will yell and, and voice their dissent just like they, they voice their approval also. They also yell and hoop and holler when they agree with something that's going on. I just get so aggravated about the spin that is happening and how the Americans are just so stupid that they allow this to happen. Check the sources. Well, we had a lot of people doing Periscope then. We had a lot of people telling you the truth, showing you the truth, but yet you still close your eyes and say, oh, those people, what were they thinking? So we have to be calm and speak in a low tone to get your attention because any well, a comedian knows if you're losing your audience you drop down the volume so that your audience has to strain and get quiet so they can hear what you're saying you have to get vulnerable and to be truly vulnerable even in love you have to be open to getting hurt so I, for one, will do this. I will open myself up to being hurt. A revolution demands that. Look at Joan of Arc. They killed her. Look, look at Martin Luther King. They killed him. I'm not saying that I'm a martyr. I'm just one of the people that want a change, a real change, not just a a soundbite. There has not been such a income disparity 
since the beginning of the formation of our country. And this is truth. You know, George Washington was the wealthiest president we've ever had. The wealthiest president we've ever had. And he had the integrity not to become, quote-unquote, king. And that's saying a lot for him, because that was part of the problem. They would set someone up to be worshipped. And he knew innately that that was part of the problem. Jefferson knew innately that slavery was a problem, yet he was part of the problem. So he put into words that about liberty, that liberty and justice for all. For all, why did he choose that word liberty, not freedom? Do you know why? I want you to think about it. Why did he use the term liberty and not freedom? My friends, there's a difference between liberty and freedom. Liberty is innate. You're born with it. You're born with liberty. You're granted freedom. Your freedom can be taken away. No one can take away your liberty. Maybe I just need to educate people when I'm in a position where I have to monologue. Maybe that's what I need to do on these positions where I don't have any callers that want to join my table of conversation where there's content to be eaten and you have, well, I won't go back there again. Let's find out what happened at the Nevada Convention through this one source, someone that was there. So you may understand a little bit how the media will spin things. Now, this is before they started saying, oh, those degenerate people, it's just in their blood. And they said the same things about African Americans, that they were more prone to be violent. It was a genetic factor that they just wouldn't give it up on segregation and that they just wouldn't give it up. There's something wrong with those people. I want you to hear the truth of what happened. And when the media mentions the Nevada Convention and the uh, chair of the Democratic Party, who in the convention was supposed to leave her post because she was presented legal documents, that showed uh, poor faith in how she was executing her job. And she was supposed to leave her post. That is one of the real reasons why she ended the convention. That is one of the real reasons. I mean, that one was so dirty and so nasty. I, as a purist, a kind of a Pollyanna person, I could not handle it anymore. But there's other good people that could, and they could report on it. But I want us to talk and decide what we can do at this point. Because there's a lot of things that we need to talk about between now and the 7th. And we really need to talk. This is an important podcast that's ongoing. It's on for three hours with an hour overtime. I can be quiet and let someone guest podcast. I, I'm smart enough to step aside when I think someone is good at organizing and educating, I can be quiet and just run the board and screen calls. I can do that. 
There is no job too small to serve. I'm not too big to serve. Does that make sense? Does that? Do you understand? So let's listen to this uh, clip. We still have, oh gosh, an hour and a half, two hour and a half. And I will take all calls. I will do that. Here we go. And we'll be right back, or I'll be right back afterwards. Good morning. Uh, my name is Daniel. I'm a congressional candidate in District 4 for the state of well, Nevada. Uh, it's very important. I talked over his name, so we'll restart it, okay? There we go. Good morning. Uh, my name is Dan Roll. I'm a congressional candidate in District 4 for the state of Nevada. Uh, it's very important that we talk about what happened yesterday at the Nevada State Democratic Party Convention. Now, there's a ton of social media, and it's difficult to get everyone's head wrapped around what happened, and it, it looks very uh, interesting when, when you look at it on social media, and there was certainly a lot of uh, chaos yesterday. But everyone's talking about what happened, we need to talk about why it happened. So I'm going to give you my very best summary as quickly as I can, and I've included on this thread all the relevant links for you to be able to take a look for yourself and educate yourself about what happened. The reality is, uh, you know, this has been brewing for several weeks. Basically what happened is the executive board of the Nevada Democratic Party met and voted on a set of rules that allowed the state uh, party chair, Roberta Lang, to essentially have complete control over the convention. Uh, it removed our ability to take motions from the floor. Uh, it removed our ability uh, and gave her almost exclusive control over who was selected to run the board, which chose the eligibility of delegates. Uh, and it basically, as you saw in many videos, gave her complete control over the entire convention. Now, the whole point of this convention is you get everyone together, uh, you do a count of the delegates for Sanders and a count of the delegates for Clinton, and you know you award the uh, the national delegates uh, proportionally in that accordance. So, you know, essentially there was a petition that was filed uh, several weeks ago, started by uh, Angie. I have the link for the change.org petition. And basically it was, it was challenging a lot of the uh, rules that were set in place for the convention. Um, we put Roberta in charge of the state convention without a vote. We gave her the power to appoint every officer who enforces the rules. We gave her the power to appoint every member of the committee who counted the vote and decided the delegates. And then we gave her the power to decide who gets to speak, who gets to motion. She also put in a place of rules that already existed, which basically said anyone who disrupts the convention can be removed. So, you know, that, that part alone was, was really scary to a lot of people. So that group got that petition. They filed a lawsuit in court. Unfortunately, that lawsuit was dismissed on the grounds of essentially, you know, the state government didn't feel it should be involved in party politics. And so unfortunately what that means for you and I is that a few members on an executive board can decide exactly what happens in the Democratic Party by squeezing out voices and, as I'll explain later, by literally throwing out votes. So flash forward, uh, that same group decided to get together a group of petitions to challenge these rules. So basically what happens is the convention starts out with temporary rules right? Temporary rules. Then the body votes on those rules to enact those rules as the permanent rules. Well, the group that started the change.org petition got together and they decided to basically petition that set of rules and enact at the very base a set of rules called Roberts Rules, which you should look up. 
And in order to do that, they have the legal ability to do that. In order to do that, they needed to get a certain number, I believe it was 20% of the delegates attending had to sign a petition. So they circulated a number of petitions. And my, it's my understanding that they had the requisite number of signatures to challenge those rules, which is then why you saw uh, the, the first outrage of the day, which was when Roberta unanimously decided to enact the, her rules of the convention uh, without you know, essentially having the vote. Now, the reality is, and why this is important, is because of the way the delegates were, were proportionally separated, not enough people were there, in theory, to actually enact the new rules, which is why it's even more outrageous that Roberta shut it down. Because if she had simply allowed the teams that were there to speak and have their voice, so much of this wouldn't have happened because when it finally got to that vote, it's very possible, but you, you don't know because, you know, she shut it down it's possible that that vote might not have even happened. And so all of the chaos that she caused may not have even happened. So anyways, so she enacted that. Uh, that was a big mess. There was a ton of screaming, uh, a lot of protesting at that point. Uh, and then we enacted those rules. So then, you know, uh, Senator Nina Turner came up, had some very good reconciling words, got us all kind of on the same page. We moved into electing state-level board seats uh, some chair seats, uh, delegates to the national convention. And when everything got brought back together at the end of the night, what happened was uh, we, you know, we counted the total number of delegates. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm looking to have that exact, that exact number for you, and we'll make sure that we post that. But essentially, Hillary Clinton's team had, depending on who, whose count you heard, between 20 and 30 more delegate votes. So she won by 20 or 30 more people. Now, why is that relevant? Well, because that same board that we talked about earlier ejected 64 people. They ejected 64 people. The majority of those people were Bernie Sanders supporters. So in theory, had even a, a percentage of those people been allowed to cast their delegate vote, then Sanders could have theoretically won the convention. Now, I was there, and I will tell you, some of the people who got rejected were rejected for completely legitimate reasons. Uh, but I do, you know, we can post another video for you. I do believe that there were some shenanigans in deciding who was and was not elected and elected to be the delegate or allowed to be the delegate. So, you know, when you look at the core of it, a lot of why people are upset is because the Clinton team won by between 30, 20 and 30 votes. And there was an additional 60, probably more people that could have voted. Additionally, some people were not even allowed to come into the convention because they didn't get there on time. Now, the reason they didn't get there on time is because the parking was full and the Paris Hotel didn't put up any signs to indicate that the parking was full. And so you had people that were driving around literally for an hour to find a parking spot. And yeah, that's on them. They should have gotten there on time. But I think the whole core of the, the democratic process is we should be more inclusive and not so restrictive. And, you know, that's that's kind of the core of, of what I think about democracy. And I get there have to be rules, but uh, read the documents and, and decide for yourself. So then flash forward, uh, you know, what, what essentially happened is we cast the official number of delegate votes. Uh, Hillary Clinton won the convention by a small margin of voters, and the Sanders team demanded a recount. 
Now, prior to that, we had an opportunity. Now, remember, we couldn't call any motions to the floor. So prior to that, we had an opportunity to basically pass the platform of the party. And at that time, because we were not allowed to take motions to the floor, we were given the chance to speak up and talk about that platform. I took that opportunity to make a motion to call for the removal of Roberta Lang. I will continue to call for Roberta Lang to step down as chair of the Democratic State Party because I think she demonstrated complete incompetence in her role. Um, unfortunately, as I was making that motion, my microphone was cut, which is now the second time the State Democratic Party has, has cut our microphone at an important moment. Uh, so I had an active, legitimate, in my opinion, uh, motion based on what we could do uh, that was cut off. Now, a lot of scholars will say that that was not allowed, it wasn't legitimate, but I think here's, here's the point. You had 3,000 people in the room, the majority of which at that time uh, were pretty dissatisfied with Roberta. And, uh, you know, I think that my actions speak for themselves, her actions speak for themselves, I'll let you decide. Uh, and I'll let history decide who was, who was in the right on that one. So again, this all wraps up on an attempted recount. There was an attempt to make a motion to recount the delegates. Roberta used her absolute authority to pass that motion, and then she passed a couple of other motions about seating the, the pledge delegates, um, and then she called the, uh, the convention to an end. Uh, now, what a lot of people are don't, are not talking about is the fact that um, apparently the security team at the hotel was essentially saying, you guys need to be out. We can't, we can't have this anymore. This is too out of control. You need to be out by, by 10 o'clock. What a lot of the footage doesn't show you is kind of how that team was shuffled off the stage. And I know you've probably seen uh, the, the photograph of, of Metro standing in front of that board. And I have to say, it's extremely disappointing and it didn't have to happen. There's no reason for that. All, that. all that board had to do was take a minute and listen and bring those people into the discussion. But I think we're not talking about Hillary versus Bernie anymore. We're way beyond that. Because the fact of the matter is, if Hillary legitimately had more people there, Hillary legitimately wins. Okay, I get that. I think most people understand that. That is not what we're talking about. We are talking about a state party and a national party that are willing to usurp fairness in order to have their way. And uh, that's too bad. And uh, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close my video by saying that all of what I've said is my interpretation based on the information I'm posting here for you to understand. I hope you take a chance to read it and uh, have a great day. Thanks. Okay, so that was the guy who did the motion to remove her. And you can do that under the premise that she is not, he or she is not performing their job adequately. And um, obviously within that Nevada convention, she was not. You put on my headset. I do see one caller that wants to be brought in. Let me see if this is working well. Uh, goodness, it is raining so hard out there. It's so humid. Um, trying to see if I can hear myself. Come on. Ring, ring. And 
when you're ready, a Skype caller, they had told me on Skype that they wanted to be picked up. I have two Skype callers. I don't know which one you are, and I don't want to pick up the wrong person. Let's see if I can do this. Um, not for sure which one is uh, working. Okay, let's see if it's working now. I think I hear myself. Yay! Okay, it's working. You mute this one and turn the volume down. This is my backup that just failed. Whoops. So, make sure my glass. I got to clean my glasses really quick. Now, I appreciate the people that are able to hear me since there's been a blackout of Bernie Sanders people. Hey, you know what? That may not be due to blog talk radio. That may be due to other entities that are working overtime to private Bernie Sanders people. Oh, I do want to go over Bill Cosby, the sexual assault case. Now, how can they bring it up after so long? And other than I know that the lady uh, speaking in the case today that she did report it and they did not prosecute him. So maybe that's how they're able to bring a case back after so long. Let me check the chat room, see if anybody's in there. Again, if you want to join the conversation, the table of conversation where you will be safe. And if you're attacked, and especially if I think you're attacked and I'm fairly, if I miss it, I apologize. I will meet the other person. You will be safe here. I will not allow you to be attacked. You will be safe to speak your mind here. If there's a dissenting opinion, just respect that person and agree to disagree, but talk about the different points within your dissenting opinion. So um, I'm going to just guess on the Skype caller. If I bring you up, there's only two Skype callers. So if you're not wanting to speak, just be silent and I'll put you back on mute. And please accept my humble apology. Um, I'm very happy to bring this person on. I, I've known this person a number of years, and um, get my notes out here. I, on the political labels, which I may have to access for this person. You know, um, I'm going to talk a little bit before I bring him on. You know, you know, I talked about the Declaration of Independence earlier. You know, Thomas Jefferson, of course, wrote that, which was a neighbor to my family, by the way, at that time. Uh, He stated, all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. And that was in 1776 that that was written. You know, there was an important meeting in 1787, which some people agree that that was actually the birth date of our country. But we can go over that some other time. And in my notes that Samuel Adams, who's more than a brew maker, in 1772, because this was a continuation, a revolution does not happen overnight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he wrote, the national rights as a colonist are these. First, a right to life. Second, to liberty. And we discussed that already. That's innate. Okay. Getting in messages. Oh, okay. Thank you. Had to check the other computer. The third, 
I guess I should repeat that. I got interrupted. The natural rights of the colonists are these. First, a right to life. Second, a right to liberty. Third, a right to property. Together with the right to support and defend them in the best manner they can. Now, in some of the documents, it says that you have a right to happiness. And um, pursuit of happiness, excuse me. That, that you have the right to pursuit of happiness. And pursuit of happiness, back then, it was a legal term. And it meant purchasing property. In England, a serf, a, a lowly person on the caste system in England, did not have the right to buy property. He was property. So I just wanted to make that clear. And, of course, we had the slavery system. And... Um, you know, I like free markets myself. I'm biased in the favor of liberty, international neutrality, and I'm proud of that. You know, my views are more than books and quotes. I like to use quotes. And I'm fond of this one quote, too. And I'm turning this more into an educational thing. It's by Thomas Jefferson. I have all these quotes in different files, and I'm reading from my computer that's kind of on the ground there. And he stated in 1816, a lot of waters passed underneath the bridges. And he says this, it's strangely absurd to suppose that a million of human beings collected together are not under the same moral laws, which bind each of them separately. But he's saying that these moral laws that he's referring to. And he's talking about slavery. He had some issues with slavery. That he's saying what's over one is over all. But then we, they had the freedom of religion. And uh, he had some problems with that. And George Washington would have arguments with him. And he would say things like this, the great rule of conduct for us in regard to foreign nations is in extending our commercial relations is to have with them as little political connection as possible. And I think uh, that's George Washington, 1796. And I think that's wisdom. That would save us a lot of money, you know, not getting involved in political and military maneuvers. Because of political connections. Sometimes I wish George Washington were still alive. I, I really do. So let's have a talk with, uh, we're going to try, uh, now I don't know which one. I'm going to assume it's this one here. Now, if it's the other Skype caller, just stay silent. And if you remain silent, then I'll know it's not you. And I'll apologize and put you back on mute with my most sincere apologies. You are live on Political Woodstock. Would you like to add to the conversation? Is this my friend that wanted to add to the conversation? If not, just stay silent. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm doing well. Let me turn up my volume so I can hear better. Are you there? Yes, I'm just getting a few things. Okay, let me check my speaker thing. Am I being heard well? Yes, you've been. Okay. Been Let's just see well. my ear, my earpieces. 
you know, as I as always, I, I have all these different headsets, and I never know which one works the best. It's not you, it's me. Yes. Just keep talking, and I'm going to get this to where it works better, where I can hear you well. Hey, on here. Keep talking. I dropped, I dropped my phone because I was going to get some a few things. Like, okay. Do you need a little bit more time? No, no, no. I got okay, everything. Hold on. Let me see if I wrap it around my ear. <laughs> If you could see me right now, you would laugh so hard. Let me use my phone and not use this so I can hear appropriately. What did I do with that? Hold on. Let's see here. I'm turning the mute button off and do this. It's good that I have a mute button. Okay, can you hear me better now? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, great, great. It's just the earpiece was not working as well. So did you need a little bit of time, and I can just uh, talk while you get to eat? Yes? Uh, no. I take that as a yes. I'm going to give you a two-minute get-your-stuff-together type of thing. Okay. Well, that was a person known as Kings. I've known him for a couple of years. He got his start in podcasting. I don't know his podcast right now, and he just calls in as a caller. He's a friend of the show and a friend of mine, and I'm pleased to be from was, the great state of Missouri. Was King uh, busy? He's had some challenges, like all of us. We Sounds like he's over there, Sappy. Very happy to him. You know, and I think when it comes to knowing about politics, there's nothing to be embarrassed about because our country has gone through so many different changes since the inception of our country. Um, you know, from the know nothings and the whips and that's a political group that we had. But right now if I was I'm looking at some notes that I've had for some different shows, I wouldn't forget any labels. But even now I I gotta add some more. Like there's liberal, conservative, left, the right, Democrat. I mentioned some of these earlier. Republican, the moderate, the socialist, the communist, the fascist, the libertarian, the centrist, the populist, the green, and then there's the Tea Party. There's so many independent. Did I mention independent? Should have been there. How about the board? Why don't you add that to your and, you list? Know, I want to get the, the board so and help people understand. Board the next. You know. Uh, Word like by asked me, well, what do those mean? What are their economic and legal policies? Or maybe he might ask, what do these people have planned? You know, what do they plan for my money? You know, my bottom line. What model do they follow? Well, maybe he wouldn't ask that, but he might. And I might be embarrassed to say, I don't know. Maybe you don't know. Maybe we're in the same boat, and the only ore that we have is research. Its name is research. So we're going to have to take this ore of research and find out together. You know, right now, the leaders of the countries are going for the G7 summit. I think it's in Japan. Now, we need to find out a little bit of what's going on so we can be better educated. It can help us know what type of decisions to make in the future. And a lot of well-educated adults only have a foggy notion of what these labels mean. 
I mean, find somebody with a doctorate. Ask them what a faster is. I bet seven times out of ten they won't know, or they'll give you some type of vague definition. You know, everybody assumes everybody else knows. They think it's common knowledge, so no one will bother to ask or explain. Well, I'm here to ask questions, and I'm here to find out the answers or let someone else explain it. They can explain it better than I. I think it's good to ask questions. Now, this is a Bernie Sanders group in uh, podcast. Now, I'm not having a lot of callers tonight, so we're going to veer to the side of education. So maybe if we look at a left and right, liberal and conservative, political spectrum and descriptions of all the different labels, you know, from here to maybe the end of the election in November, maybe that might be good. And we can look at the effects on the economy, on businesses, careers, our culture, our investments, because they all interact with each other. And Kings, I want you to bear in mind that this will be only one person's opinion, and that's mine, you know, unless someone uh, joins in on the conversation. All right, I think I see someone else that wants to join in. Let's see if this is uh, Or maybe that is Kings. Let's see. I have two side callers. Okay, so you're there. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. What did you think of what I was saying before about the political descriptions? Uh, do you know what a left and the right are, or communist, fascist? Do, what do you know of the political labels? And bear in mind, you're in the same boat with everybody else. <laughs> well, I don't know what understand what a fascist is, really. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I heard of it, but... I really never, like, what is it? Well, I think when we start with the basics and we work from there, you know, and I'm not objective because I have my own slant. I have my own rose-colored glasses. Hmm. I guess let's say that you're accused of a crime king. And let's just suppose during your trial you're not allowed to have a defense attorney, that there's a prosecuting attorney that wants to put you in jail. And he promises to do a good job of presenting both sides of the story in an unbiased fashion, like he's going to represent his side that wants to put you in jail. And, oh, by the way, he's going to defend you also. Would you, Kings, feel like you were getting a fair trial? (laughs) No! Okay, I kind of feel the same way. Uh-uh, that ain't right. They're trying to put me in jail, but also trying to defend mm-hmm. me? Uh, that's not right, in my opinion. Well, Kings, do you think the judge and jury would be able to discover the truth in that manner? No. All right, then. So, in other words, why do American courts use defense attorneys as well as prosecuting attorneys? They use it to expose the truth. Why not do what many dictatorships do? Save time and money by having only a prosecuting attorney who promises to be objected. Mm-hmm. Objective, I guess I should say it right. It's one thing, because the prosecutor 
will not be, cannot be objective. You know, in some of our courts, the defense attorney is court-appointed and will not be objective, will not really work for you. So, I mean, I use this example sometimes for truth in advertising. Mm-hmm. You know, are you really getting the truth? You know, no, America is not. You know, our, our courts are based on the assumption that truth is best discovered by listening to a debate between advocates or attorneys, if you will. Each advocate does his best to present his side of the story and to show the weaknesses in the opposing side. This is a very old, it's a tried and true principle, and it's called common law, where one side's represented by a wise person and the other side is represented by the other wise person. This is called common law. And today, people believe writers, especially journalists, should be objective. Now, unfortunately, I've learned that's not true. I don't know about you. Do you think all writers are objective? Oh. No, they're not. I mean, we can watch CNN, you know, and see the journalists, the reporters there, and true objectivity is unlikely for a writer, just like it is for a court that only has a prosecuting attorney. You know, I'm and going the, somewhere with this. Uh, you know, I and really sometimes, want to uh, Yes, kids. And, and, uh, and yet sometimes... You know, it's just, you know how most, you know, uh, way back in the day that, which I heard that most journalists, oh, let's hurry up and get this story before someone else do it. But now it seems like all journalists just have the same story, like, Oh, uh, this person escaped, blah, blah, blah. This person went to jail, blah, blah, blah. It's just like there's no competition anymore in Mm -hmm. the journalism. It's true. It is true. Now, remember when I said I'm in this boat? Mm-hmm. That we're all in this boat, and the ore, the ore that we're using, mm-hmm. it has a name, and it's called research. Yeah. Yeah. Before a writer sits down to write, he must do research, or she must do research. Exactly. I mean, I had to collect. If I'm writing, I have to collect a set of facts about the topic, and if I do my research thoroughly, the collection of facts will be far greater then what's going to fit into my article or book? I mean, that's just true. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm going to have stuff, you know, like post-it notes everywhere and books, and I may have audio on my computer through um, interviews I've done and pictures. I, I do a lot of pictures. For some reason, it gets me to remember more things than what I've written down. And to decide at that point which facts are going to present, I have to separate which ones are more important from ones that are less important. But that's the the problem. How do I decide what's important? So it depends on my viewpoint or my writer's model or idea of how the world works. My worldview, they call that a worldview. 
mm-hmm. you know, or my sense of right and wrong, my morality or lack of, depending on mm-hmm. what it is. And it's all opinion. So then we have hard sciences like physics, chemistry, you know, things that are, are definite sciences where truth can be scientifically proven. You know, I've written some things uh, when I've done podcasts on this before, and it's a lot easier to talk to you about this. A lot easier. Oh yes, and you know what? I have, I, I think it's kind of funny that most most science fiction as well lead to some truth because. Do you have you ever watched the at uh, the original first Star Wars movie? Oh yes, I remember it. I remember watching my first Star Wars movie. I was wearing white shorts. I was sitting on the right side of the Penn Square movie theater. I can't remember my top. I remember my hair sitting on the the shoulders on my shoulders. I distinctly remember every sensory feeling as I was watching that movie. I had a Kit Kat in my right hand. It mm-hmm. melted in my hand onto my white shorts. That's why I remember the white shorts. I was mesmerized by that first Star Wars movie. Well, I remember this, you know, that Luke was questioning about the force, like, what is the force? You know, on his well, well, uh, Obi Wan is saying that the force is an energy field that is in 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 all living things. Or or maybe Yoda said that. But either either way, and then. Scientists have discovered that we have an energy field. All living things have an energy field. Yes, they do. A frequency. Yes, a frequency. And, ha- and I'm thinking, did, did the scientist or <laughs> gave him the idea of that, thus making well, the story? Tesla. Nikola Tesla uh, wrote often on uh, the frequency. You know, he had Tesla coals. Do you know who Nikola Tesla is? Mm Mm-mm. You know, um, when Edison came up with electricity, the the light bulb, Mm -hmm. he had to fight with Nikola Tesla on whose form of electricity was the best or the least lethal. And um, You can look it up on YouTube, Nikola Tesla. Uh, Tesla versus Edison. You might really like what you had to find. As a matter of fact, he invented radio. They they used to say Macaroni invented the radio, but it was Tesla. And he would talk about energy fields and the vibration. The you know just it was amazing that we had the same frequency. Humans had the same frequency that the Earth does. Mm-hmm. You know how you uh, some people like to walk barefoot. And, you know, walk it barefoot in the grass and yes. how grounding it is. Well, it's grounding because the earth has the same frequency that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything, there's a reason. I mean, that is true. 
That is true. But that's a really good point. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Let me she, put my glasses back on so I can look at my notes. That's why I find, you know, like, huh. Yes, it is a movie, but it can also. Well, well, even the Bible kings. You know, truth is told through story. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of truth in the Bible in some regards. Because it's told through stories, you know, Bible mm-hmm. full of stories, and it, it's truth. You know, there's some different truths in it. But when we look at hard sciences, you know, we're looking at truth can be scientifically proven. You know, like the Bible, it's truth told through story. Yeah, the, you know, proof is elusive in the Bible. You, know, you have to depend on faith. You know on. Mm. Things unseen, you know, that mm-hmm. verse in the Bible. You know, an expert opinion is, even though it's an expert, what is it? Is it still it, an opinion? Yes, it is, you know, because... That's right. That's right. And experts can be wrong. I don't know if you remember, um, they sued the tobacco companies because they call them the seven drawers when they got up before a congressional hearing. I think it was the oversight committee. They got up in front of the oversight committee and they said that they did not believe nicotine was a drug or addictive. And each and every one of them knew it was a drug and was addictive. Oh. You know, when we're talking about truth. And they called them the seven dwarfs about that. You know, and experts have been wrong. And they were told by experts, for sometimes the leaders of these tobacco companies, Mm -hmm. that smoking did not cause cancer. And they truly believed it at one point. But an opinion, you know, I talk about... um, different types of sciences, uh, you know, based on experimentation and, oh, what what type of uh, truth is that, Um, or science? Not experimental, um, like even readings or things to do with the future, Mm -hmm. like palmistry or the graphology, which is the study of handwriting as a... Oh, gosh, I can't believe I can't remember the name of the science. It's a type of science that's based on experimentation. and well, But. Yeah. Go ahead. But yet almost everything has been touched screen now. Uh, at the uh, fountains off of like. Um. um Wendy's, they have a a touch screen type of, you know, soda, you know. You can pick what type of flavors, too. This is true. That is a really neat thing. Oh, yes. So technology. Empirical, Empirical science is what I was trying to remember. But go on with with your Wendy's thing. The but 
Telephones. I mean, well, not telephones, but cell phones. Now, touch screen. Yes, mm-hmm. smartphones. iPhones now is touch screen. What's next? House phones? Computers? Mm-hmm. You may never know. Well, you know, we're talking about empirical data, which is based on observation and experimentation, but yet the person has to be unbiased, and no one's able to be unbiased. How do we have someone that's not objective? I'm trying to get back to my studio. You know, what about that writer? What about me as a writer? You know, I I have to be at least appear objective. Mm-hmm. Everyone says a writer should be objective, right? But I can't be because I have my own list of homemade sins and and my own worldviews. And someone hurt me when I was nine, so I'm going to be objective about this topic because I still have the pain from being nine and being hurt in a way. Do you hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I carry all that with me. And keeps me from being as objective as I would like to be. So we have that quandary. And it relates to our justice system and our political process. You know, if we talk about the mainstream press, I I would think that most writers resort to using the the left and right political spectrum. Mm -hmm. You know, if they're going to write a left slant or a right slant, this is where I'm going with this. They try to give both sides of the story, or maybe you're too young to remember Paul Harvey, and this is the rest of the story. He did a lot of public radio. People would listen for him on CBS radio, and this is the rest of the story. If you ask around, people will remember. Yeah, so when they say they want to get both sides of the story, they mean two sets of facts and analysis. One set set that's acceptable to the left and the other acceptable to the right. So they're pleasing their audience. They don't want to piss their audience off. One passes for objectivity, and it's probably the best that a writer can do under the circumstances. But I'm a purist, right? I want to, I want to write my heart, but I know it's not objective. You know, I do write a lot, and a lot of people don't realize what name I write under. They have no clue because I don't want them to know because I feel like I'm not being true to my craft. Mm-hmm. And it's wrong to to do the left and right, to be both at the same time, and it's wrong on three points. And the first is the range of viewpoints is much greater and more diverse than just a left and right political spectrum. You know, I like to use that line, the world is too much with us. It's an yeah. E. Cummings poem, you know, and um, we can talk about it in further detail later. But, you know, second, the writer's human. I am very human. I have my set of opinions. Anybody who knows me knows this is true. And I may be more skilled at presenting these than at presenting the opinions of others. Like, I know how to present myself a lot better than I know how to present you. Would you say this is true? Mm-hmm. And this is true of anybody, really. I guess it's true. No matter how I try to be objective, I'm more than likely to be unintentionally slanted. 
And the, the last point, the third point, is the forced use of the left and right spectrum. I had to oversimplify everything, and that makes it difficult. You know, I one of my favorite books to read, and it's a very hard read, is a book called Imperium. It's a difficult book to read, and the man wrote under a pseudonym, and that was Francis Yockey. If you ever want to read a really difficult book to process, Francis Yockey, Y-O-C-K-N-E-Y. It's called Imperium. And I won't go into the book, but um, that is not <laughs> a simple book to read. But you can read books by Trump, you know, The Deal, you know, that type of thing. It's a very simple book. A lot of missionaries, or I guess I shouldn't say missionaries, a lot of big-time evangelists or preachers that live in luxurious houses, their books are very simple, so, so simple. You know, and that's not to belittle God or the appearance of God at all. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when it comes to simple books, uh, it, it's it, it's that left and right spectrum thinking. You know, uh, many people will assume that there's just the left and the right and nothing else, like nothing in between. And they think all political viewpoints are just shades of one side or the other. That's wrong. And you and I can discuss that on a, a later podcast. I think we need to educate people. I really do. You know, and maybe you might be open to this, and maybe I can educate myself even better. <laughs> you know, how to explain things better. Maybe I'm just just wrong on things. Maybe I'm just wrong on things. I don't know. But I will say that I try to enjoy. Enjoy. I can't believe I just said enjoy. I try to avoid my objectivity by disclosing my viewpoint. Like when I have talked about vaccines, mm-hmm. you know, for people that don't know, I have for safe vaccines and cholera, I see your hand up. I want to get through this and then I'll, I'll pick up your, your call. Um, when I've talked about safe vaccines or the struggle to, to make them safe, no, no, you are no. now in the nutrition. Pick up the call Big, big sign. It's too damn late. That might slam Three years. About all this. Mm-hmm. Crap. That my child was harmed by a You better that call in all of you. Objectivity. You call in and, and you tell time. her to shut I would have those topics so well. I mean, I'm using that as an example. Maybe that's too personal. But it's interesting. You know, yes. everybody's raising their hand. Uh, do you think they can't hear me? Oh, I I don't know. I well, wonder I if hear it's a audio just fine. Let me bring someone on. Um, they've been raising their hand the longest. Let's find out. Whether they've come in as anonymous. Let's find out. Caller, you're alive at Political Woodstock. What say you? Hello? Yes. What? Can you hear me? That I am a person who appreciates Black Lives Matter, and that's what I'm advocating everybody who's out there to do. Black Lives Okay. You cut out there. Um, Are you still there? 
I've been talking about this goddamn four years. Black Lives Matter? No, I'm serious. You're cutting out. I'm trying to hear you. Yeah. Is it more than one person? You there? Yeah, I can hear you now. What's going on with you? What's What's been hanging with you, man? What you been doing? Oh, is this a soundboard? Oh, that's a pretty good soundboard. Son of a bitch! You're going to laugh! Well, how about... Well, you put a a lot of work into this. I appreciate this. Uh, What you're hearing, ladies and gentlemen, is a soundboard of an entity known as Ghost. He still has uh, Ghost Politics. Is that what it's called, sir? Yeah. Yeah, when is your show on so that people might want to hear your show that they can find you? Sir. Uh, you know what? Call me from somewhere else other than the crapper, all right? Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. Now, this is a soundboard, which they just punch little sound bites that he's made. That one's pretty creative, I must say. I must say. No, that's is there fun. anything else you'd like to add to the conversation? Yeah, I heard that somebody over there at this number doesn't like uh, capitalism. That's not the case. Now, I realize I'm talking to a soundboard, but do you want to promote his show in any way, shape, or form? I'm giving you an opportunity. What's going on? How old are you? I can hear you cracking up in the background. You're not doing really good about that. What's going on? How old are you? That's too basic. Come on, you guys can do better than that. And that's what I'm advocating everybody who's out there to do. Black Lives Matter for actually an investment at this point in time. I mean, the market for it is exploding, all right? I mean, seriously, I mean, what, what, what did a criminal complete process go for, for Christ's sake? A couple of mil or this is ridiculous. I mean, wow. things, the guy who created it, George Soros, is still alive, for Christ's sake. So that just goes to show you. The marketability. Not surprising that ghost is still alive. <laughs> Against the Japanese, all hail Texania. Can you just take a break from the soundboard and you and I can talk? Uh, whoever's trying to troll me. But that's quite creative. I'm going to give you kudos for that. But that soundboard's been out there for a while. Even I, I have that soundboard. You forgot the can wave thing. You could do the can wave thing. You haven't done the cans yet. What kind of troll are you? Okay, there's the can wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to talk about race? Let's have a real discussion about race, all right? We weren't having a discussion about race, but go ahead with your little troll self. You know, I'm just going to put you on mute because you you don't want to have a conversation. You just want to run your soundboard. You know, I have a whole, a whole bunch of slaves that happen to be black. 
You are now off Don't the host queue. No, the you are now in the host queue. I know you're not ghost. Yeah, what's up? I mean, I used to know ghost. Hello. Uh, yes. Can I speak to your mother or father, please? Are you one of the, the what do you call them, bronies? The guys who like My Little Pony? That's right. Are you the guy in Austin? The one with the toilet paper company? Yeah. All right. Well, call me on another line and we can talk about doing a show if you want. I know you're conservative. All right, I'm going to put him on hold because he doesn't want to continue a conversation. Well, that was a blast from the past. What you were hearing was a soundboard of a character called Ghost. He was a he had capitalist true capitalist radio, I think is what it was called. I heard he returned back to Blog Talk Radio. You can put in Capitalist Radio if you want to hear the show that that soundboard, the sound clips were taken from. But somewhat creative. I'll give you two points for trying. But I got to deduct at least five points for cracking up in the background. That's so fail. You can do better than that. What did you think, Kings? <laughs> that was kind of funny, but fell as well. Well, I mean, because they were using somebody's soundboard, because I, I could tell they didn't know which ones were really... I mean, certain things he should have responded with, like the can wave, you mm-hmm. know, where he's knocking over cans and stuff, and... That was a a viral show, True Calculus Radio. So, but it is what it is. We do have another Skype caller that raised their hand. I want to see who this is. Let's find out who this is. Maybe they don't it. realize they raised their hand. Hello, caller. Welcome to Political Woodstock. This is Angela. What can I do for you this evening? This bathtub like girl. Hello? This is oh, Angela. No. You're going to go by the name Angela. Angela? Sister? Yes, yes. How are you tonight, sister? Well, I'm hoping that we don't get wiped off the map. We've had a stormy night. I hope it doesn't come down there. It's oh, the yeah, we've got rain. Rain and pain in the forecast. We're going to flood. We're going to flood. It's going to be all over. Damn it. Look, I'm going to get the boat. Electricity soon. I'm not kidding right now. Get off oh the boat, God. desert. Get off the boat. Did you just hear that? Yeah. Whoa. Wait, that's not so bad. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think it's coming now. It was supposed to be here at 1230, but now it's here. Yeah, um, yeah you're going to get if I, lose, if I lose electricity, now I need to talk for a minute. If I lose electricity, you guys can carry on the conversation it just means I my part will go dead. It will I won't be able to end the show. Um it will well, go no on. Problem, it goes on for I started at eleven. So it goes on see eleven to twelve, twelve to one. It ends at two with an hour overtime. I may need to look outside to see, because um, it no. was failing a few minutes ago. No, don't do it. Stay indoors, that's the girl by no, 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 call me that. Let's see, Channel 5. 
Don't call you that. That's your name. No, that's what I we all know you by. I've been trying to tell you for years. You're my brother. You should know this. Um, I'm going to put myself on mute. I'm going to let you and Kings talk for a minute. I really, I think, no, they've already had a tornado in Bristow. So oh, no. Just check things. Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm not joking. I mean, this is serious. You grab my thesis and you all go down to the attic or up to the attic or to the attic. Grab the mattresses. Grab those new lamps I got you for Mother's Day. Don't let the tornado take the lamp. All right? I got to go. I'll be right back. Okay, okay, sis. We're praying for you. We're praying for the entire state of Oklahoma. They're about to get a big bandwagon. Thank you, ma'am. Yes, and we're praying for all the members of that the girls the park. Yes. Hunger down. If you can hear me. Bernie said, where the hell is Bernie Sanders when I need him? Oh, King, um, King, is that you? Did you say Hezbollah? Hezbollah? Are you serious now, King? Now is Angela. It's that bathtub girl. What you talking about, man? Angela. And who in the hell is this Angela? And what has she done with my voluptuous sister bathtub girl? And yes, I want to take this time out right now, right here live on Blog Talk Radio tonight to applaud my wonderful sister. Hasn't she done so lovely, boring us all after death tonight? Hasn't she? I swear to God, if I would have heard one more thing about 1776, I was about to come through this damn phone, and somebody was about to get shot. Apparently, there's a tornado on the ground. I'm trying to find out where. Uh, just continue on. on. I unmuted everybody. I'll try to come back when I can. Hook her down. Hook her down. Grab the damn flat. Oh, no. I spent a whole week paycheck on those damn flats. You better take them to the attic with you. Todd, I'm being serious. I'll be back. Hopefully it's not that bad, and they're just. Oh, my God. Who is this? What? Who is what? Who who is that talking? I hear voices. Kate, do you hear voices? I hear voices in my head. They talk to me. They understand. (laughs) They talk to me. I'm hearing voices. I'm hearing voices. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Is that the answer? Hello? Who? What? And why? I am serious as a heart attack when I say that. Serious as a heart attack? on air, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That's a lot of lightning. Oh, no. Lightning. Myself again. Lightning. Yeah, lightning. That's a lot of lightning there, y'all. <laughs> That's kind of pretty, too. I don't see the tornado yet. Angela. Ooh, Angela, hook her down. Oh, my what God. The hell is wrong? Have you been drinking again, sister? 
Have you been drinking? Who? You two, King, have you been drinking? <laughs> no. You guys are over here talking about... What I'm in a contact. I'm out in the rain right now. Oh, no. Oh, my With the God. Oh, no, she's going to get struck. Oh, um, no. Yeah, I think it'll strike this thing over here. It's one of those dishes, you know, from Dish TV or... Wow. Dish TV. Oh, my goodness. You know, like direct TV, whatever, you know, the... Now it's getting windy. Oh, no, it's getting windy. We've had some crazy weather lately. Ah! Well, you should have seen. I mean, it, like, lit up the whole sky, you know, like veins of uh, lightning everywhere. It was kind of cool. Not as loud as it was, so maybe it's passing us over. Oh, God. out here. The storm Oh, my God, it stinks. Boy, there must be a dumpster overflow in here. Oh, no, I didn't say it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, I'm serious. There must be a dumpster overflowing or something. Ugh. Maybe it's know. another pipe bomb, sister. Oh, no. Oh, you don't like that? Oh. 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 I don't even mind the troll right now because he's taking my mind off of this. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. So, Todd, where have you been all these months, huh? Let me go ahead and take a little, uh, a little bit of a body part off of Well, it's a lot calmer now. That scared the bejeevers out of me a few minutes ago. Them saying Todd. there's a tornado on the ground. Well, no I sirens think... going off. Yeah. What's going on with you know, the last time the sirens went off, I was on, I was phone banking for Bernie Sanders. And this guy yeah. would not let me off the phone. I said, well, they're going off. I knew what area he lived in. And I said, you really need to take cover. They're going off. And, oh, no, no, i got some questions for you. I'm like, really? You just, I couldn't hang up on him. I might lose the vote. And can't lose that Bernie vote. And, oh, my goodness. There goes that lightning again. Mm-mm-mm. I'll tell you what. Are you guys still there? Well, I'm here. I don't know what about mi- Mr. Todd. Well, just as long as I didn't know the lights are still on, so the electricity's on. So, But if if I lose my electricity, the, the show will still go on. Oh. So is the troll still there? The one that's running the ghost soundboard? I don't like know. wouldn't know. I mean, who is he? I mean, it's, it's me they're calling. Don't they know? They need to learn something. I've been down that road before. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Man, this is a bad storm. They had a bad one in Kansas the other night. Whoa. Yeah, it's kind of pretty sometimes when the wind blows really hard and the mm-hmm. the rain just kind of gusts into it almost looks like a little water tornado. They have a term for that, and I can't remember right now. Water spouts. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. That's the girl spe- 
speak louder. The bullfrogs are drowning you out. They are? Dang! Yeah. I do have a, a frog over here. How did you know? Yeah, they we, sure are, are vocal. Yeah, They're getting yeah, ready to we, get my apartments, yeah. which I'm pretty excited about because they'll, they'll put me up in a hotel for about two months. So. Mm-mm. Oh, no, they're getting louder. Yeah. Actually, it's getting calmer now. The winds aren't so bad. Whoa. Just when I say that. You know, when the lightning strikes like that, if you start counting, that tells you how far away it is. Oh, no, that's a girl. It must be that old. Washed up. Wrinkled up. Dried up. Cockwind up. That's it. Ric Flair. I have not had the pleasure of your company in quite some time. Thank you for coming to the Political Woodstock show. Yes, thank you very much for having me here at Political Woodstock. I'm going to get my camera so and get pictures of this. No, no, don't you take pictures of the damn store. Are you crazy? Are you deranged? Yeah. <laughs> so hold on. Hold on, I got something on the TV. They found rotation, but they won't tell me where. Rotation? Okay. Oh, no, that's one of those weather radios. No, that's not me. (laughs) Taskell, James. They have some really strange names here. What about the places you guys live? The cities. Do they have strange names for cities out where you live? No. They They're don't? pretty common around here. Pretty <laughs> sound like to me. Woo. Oh my okay. God. Tell us where you live, Todd. Well, no, I'm talking about <laughs> small cities that are not even on the atlas. Oh, oh, well, I live in... Missouri. Well, I know that, but, you know, the poor, the the very small, 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 maybe they have ten people in it. Oh, well, I don't know. Like, we have a place called Dirty Butter, which I think is very racist, you know? Dirty Butter? Yeah. (laughs) You mean Other Butter? Very racist. Uh, Other Butter? Let's see. How do I turn on the... (laughs) You may know how to work a camera like a really nice one. Subject is too dark. Well, no, it's dark out there. Subject is too dark. Do I have it on? Okay. And it's too noisy. Yep, yep, yep. Yes, and I want to take this time out to give a shout-out to my good friend, to our good friend, Vice President Jimmy Lethal, a.k.a. Grishnak the Barbarian, a.k.a. The Wizard. Whoa. Yes, he is. A.k.a. Hashtag Booty Top, because that what? girl is going to be taking a trip down to West Virginia. 
house of Mama. Todd, have you been Woo. drinking tonight? Take this That's what you need to play, Master Girl. You need to find that lovely song, John Denver, or you can go get Olivia Newton-John wrinkled up at and let her sing it for the world. Country Road, take me home home to the place. Sing it, Master Girl. Sing it, sister. West Virginia. West Virginia. Mama. Yeah. Take me home. Take me home. Cut the road. Good song. Man, I remember seeing that family ring. Yes, you sounded so lovely. You sounded so lovely. Speaking of of sounding lovely. Remember that one time you got me to sing when I was a little bit inebriated? Okay, more than a little bit. Yes. For about an hour or two. And you're tweeting, make it stop, make it stop. You're like, oh, you sound so lovely. Oh my goodness! Go yes. down memory lane. Yes, no. it was our she. She. our special in concert series. It's still available over there on Talk Show, you know. Oh God! Whoop. Oh my goodness! Yes, oh, I can go dig it up for you right now. This. You were singing Beyonce and all kinds what? of other crazy. No, I did not Beyonce. I didn't do yes. that. Yes, did I? Yes, you sung. Beyonce live for me and Stanley. I played a lot of Nora Jones. I think I was into Nora Jones. Yes, 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 Nora Jones with her Where sexy is ass. Woo! Shout out to you, Nora Jones. Jabita McCuggs is. She can come and play the piano for me time. any day. Woo! She just mm. better be butt ass naked. What? Beyonce? Woo. No, I'm talking about Nora, P.W. Jones, Nora Jones. Oh, yeah. Who's talking about me that way? I will teach her the Tennessee Walt. Oh, I love the Tennessee Walt. Oh, that's a good song, Kings. Nora's. Uh-oh. Hold on. Okay, there is a tornado in Haskell. Oh, no. Haskell, Oklahoma. All of our lovely listeners no, and fans out there, the nature boy is praying for you. Where's Let's pray right now. Sister, can we pray? Right here, live on the air. Let's pray oh, right now. Oh, my God. What's happening? Oh, that's not cool. There is a Native American college in Haskell. That, that's, well, at least it's uh, they're not in session, so... Oh, thank God. But there's still a What do they got out there? Do they got dorms? Do they got teepees? Well, it's a, very much a, a rural area, Haskell is. It's yeah, the only Native American the... college that's free. But you don't have to pay a dime if you're Native American. So it's... A lot of goods come out of that college. Matter of fact, they were the first football team ever uh, before white people. They there was a Native American before white people played. This is true. I can only imagine how this world used to be before white people. No, now they, look at they beat Harvard and Yale. It was a uh, once they started forming col- uh, college football teams. 
That Native American team beat their butts like you would not believe. They came from Oklahoma. Well, we need to okay. send him over to Billy Willie Clinton house right now. Bill Clinton's old wrinkled up ass. Whoa. If I am sicker in this world of two people, it's Hillary and Bill. So this tornado is going right into I'm gonna the downtown house. That's great. I'm going to choke the this at all. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Where, where is Hillary? Is she in Oklahoma? Tell somebody to throw her ass in the woods right now. Who is he talking about, Kings? Hillary. Uh, no, she's in California right now doing some fundraising and trying to get people to vote for her after she inferred. Whoa, that looked like a, a UFO type of thing. Oh, no, you got aliens in the trailer park down there. Get my pieces out of there. Trailer. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I just never have. But she's trying yeah, to get she, votes. She? Was that a news thing? Who is that? Who is that? We haven't done an update for a t- t- tornado, tornado Valley. Yeah? Where? What state? I don't know. No, it's not. I know well, you no, he doesn't know. That, There's though. an update. Are you kidding me? It's, it's everywhere. That's where the tornado is. It's everywhere. What, what kind of news outlet are you running over there? You're worse than headline news there, King of Talk. Whoa. Hey, hey, I was just trying to be silly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, that's good. Take my mind off of it. You know, because my kids are on vacation right now. It drives me nuts. They're on vacation where? Uh, you sent my nieces away? Well, they was vacation time. You sent them away with those rabbit hillbillies out there? Oh, no. In harm's way, you know. And just... Dinner, get the litter set ready. We're going to Oklahoma. We're going to save my nieces. Their mother has sent them off into the woods. They're fine. They're they're having a great time. They're stuck over there in Haskell and a bunch of teepees. We need to get out there they're right not, now. They're safe. They're safe. They're nowhere near that place. They're yeah. eating. <laughs> wait a minute. What, what, wait a minute. I, I thought you said that, that, that a lot of good came out of that place. Just the way you said that place. You well, know? it's true. A lot of good, but that's like, like college. You know, that's like Native American college. And my youngest wants to, oh, my God, I just lost a, a really good shoot. Well, anyway, my youngest wants to go to Dartmouth is what she's eyeing. Oh. I don't know if she'll make it. You don't know if she'll make it. But wait a minute. Of course she'll make it. What do you got? Is she awake right you know? now? I want to say to my niece that you are the smartest niece of all the nieces I've ever had. <laughs> and I know that you can make it. Last night was the first night that they were away, and I could not sleep. I could not sleep. I cried a little. That's the reason why I was a little bit upset last oh, night. Oh, no, you cried. Oh, no. Yes, I cried. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm feeling I feel a little emotional, love my kids, too. You know? Oh, my God. I love you, my lovely nature. <laughs> They're good kids. They are good kids. They're lovely. Picture of this car. Oh. I saw the photos on Facebook of them in their Easter dresses. They 
They look so lovely. Oh, that was from years ago, but weren't those pretty dresses? Yes, they were lovely. With the little pink flowers and tulips. Or whatever you call those things. Mm-hmm. You tell, you give my decent, my love, and you tell them that Uncle, Uncle Rick loves them. Rick Flair. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Rick Flair with us live on Political Woodstock. Yes, live. It's a flesh. Limousine riding. Just fine. Kids did it. Women did it. So good. The nature boy here live in the flesh. And I'm looking for Pastor Marty Lindstedt. Marty Lindstedt, I know you can hear me right now. As this program travels from the great airways of Weedyville all the way down to the ghetto of the talk show. Martin Lestan, I'm going to hunt you down. I want you to hear my words. Pastor Martin Lestan, Rick Flair, it's coming for you. Whoa, I'm coming for you. Whoa. Now back oh, to your no. regularly scheduled programming already in progress. Woo! I'll show you woo in a minute. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) We are just having fun tonight. It's a nice rainy night in Oklahoma, Tuesday, May of 2016, with Political Woodstock. Discussing political matters, Bernie Sanders versus Hillary, ABC, anybody but Clinton, show. You know, speaking speaking of the great Bernie Sanders, have you heard the great legendary ghost impersonate Bernie Sanders? It sounds great. It was lovely. Let me turn this TV down some so it can. Who is impersonating Bernie Sanders again? Oh my God! It was a ghost. Really? Yes, that's what uh, Todd Morris said. Hmm. Let me take a look at my... Todd Moore? Wait a minute. Where, where, where's Todd Moore? I mean Rick Flair. Where's that asshole at? Uh, where's the Okay, let's see here. I mean Rick Flair. Sorry. Excuse my language there, sis. But Todd Moore... Thank you. You pencil neck, four-eyed, jeep, you loser. All right. You fell... I'm going to choke you. Oh, no. You're damn right. You're target time because you got a bullseye right on your ass. Woo! And it says, tool boy, Cosmore. Woo! Time and Mark Lipson, I'm going to choke the both of you. The both of you. Double Woo! J.J. Dillon. Woo. Oh, my God. Do I need you? Woo. Huh? Do I need you? I don't know. I think I hear him sliming his way in. Where's he at? What angry kill? Do you <laughs> hear me? What angry kill? You call it right now, what angry kill? I want to tell you about that bitch. You know who I'm talking about. I want to give one and review the interview of Lifetime right now. 
You call it, you call it right now. Well, he did want to speak with you, by the way, Mister Flair. He did. Yes. Whatever you, I will speak to you. I'm paging him right now. Page him, yes. Get up, wake up, wake up. Oh, he just sent me a message, and he removed it too. Uh oh. Oh, no. Must be in trouble. Uh-oh. Um. Uh-oh. Let's see if I do this, if it... Oh, goodness. That's the girl. Your your background music is making this sound more like what they got for the horn. Let me grab Whoa. this laptop and see if I can... Whoa. That's his music, his intro music. So let me see if I can lower it, if it's so too overpowering. Oh, it sounds like it some cheap Latin porno. Uh, are you serious? You Whoa. really think that? Yeah. It sounds like some cheap Latin porno music. Whoa. <laughs> on my show currently. <laughs> Would you please nine two nine four seven seven? Whoops, one two mini one six nine six. Oh, he'll be there. He says he's on his way. Yay! Do you want introductory music? Does this mean I'm finally going to get my interview? That I'm finally going to get to tell the truth about that old washed up, dried up, wrinkled up, grayed up, stressed out, stretched out, worn out, that other with those buttons? Or should she? Should she be the butter with the other? Which one? Which way will we go? Now, I want you to be respectful of the great one angry Jew. One angry Jew? If you want the truth. Respectful of the great one angry Jew. Yes, one angry Jew. If you want the truth, I will tell you the truth. She is evil. She is the most evil woman on the face of the planet. She's a liar. She's a fraud. She's a fake. She's a phony. She's a coward. So that is the truth. She's a coward. And she is a troll. She's a troll. She's the biggest troll of them all. You can throw the BWC out of the window. Oh, we don't this. say that, that, that those initials here. Yes. What? Nah. what? We don't say that. That was a slip-up. That was a slip-up. He's a little bit inebriated right now. Are you kidding me? Are you the what? Oh, we only have three minutes remaining. He better call in. Um, call in, Joe. Three minutes call in. You're going to miss it all? Three, three minutes, minutes left? Tell the world if you want to listen to uh, the truth, you better call in. Right now. Right now. 
you know, I, I can just start a new show even. I can do that. 477-1696. Oh, did you just give away your passcode? 477-1696. arrange a new show for tomorrow. Well, does that sound pretty good for tomorrow even? Yes. I need more liquor. Dennis, where's my No, you know, we could do, I could join your, your talk show. Can't, we got an hour overtime. We can, we can just hustle and talk over time. Yes, yes. But if yes, you guys want to do something creative, I'm not getting the Bernie callers I used to. I think I got blacked out by the media. This has happened to some people that are doing shows on Bernie Sanders. You know, I can just change everything. I don't have to do. Uh, Bernie Sanders thing. I think it's sad. It makes me upset it is sad. that this has happened. And I want to let Bernie and all of his supporters know that you're all a bunch of idiots. Unify your Ricky Dick party while you have time. Give it up. Give it to that old Rico Waska bitch Hillary. So, Rick Flair and Donald Trump
You don't. What happened to the serious Todd, huh? Serious Todd? You know, know, Ric Flair came out to play. I'm okay with that. I'm not mad at my brother. What are you talking about, Kate? Uh, What happened to serious Todd? Go ask him. Yes, you said this, that you think that uh, there will be no more Ric Flair and all this entertainment stuff. And you were idiot enough to listen to Tom Moore? Were you? Were you? He's a liar. He's a cheat. He's a fraud. Todd's a hardworking guy. Todd's a good guy. Todd is a bastard. I got a theory about Todd. He's a bastard. I got a theory about Todd. What? You want to hear my my theory, Rick? Yes. I want to hear your theory about that idiot Todd Schwartz. I think that he's a preacher. I think that he's undercover. Save everybody's soul on Blog Talk Radio and Spreaker. I think he's praying for everybody. Yes, he's praying. He's got his candle lit. Whoa. He's got the Chinese cooking. He's about. Whoa. He's got tender herbal noodles. Whoa. Mmm, spaghetti sauce. I'm going to cook some noodles. Oh I finally God. have an appetite because I haven't haven't taken any of those pills in like a day and a half. Whoops. I want Todd Morris to call, call it, you snake. You slithering snake. You call what in. Did you? Yeah, you answered the king's question. The king has called for you to answer his question. What happened okay, what's to your question, serious time? Serious oh, I, I didn't hear your question. I, I wasn't intentional. What, what was your question? Well, because Todd said that he was, you know, serious, no more uh-huh. Ric Flair impersonation. He will Why become would he serious. Say that? I don't know. I love that part of Todd. Me too. Like, and then I think what Todd Morris is an idiot. He's an idiot. Oh, I think what it is that he's just trying to be entertainment. That's all he will ever be is entertainment. Think about it. Are you it. saying my my brother? What do you brother think Todd Morris is entertaining? I'm very confused. Are you on drugs? Are you on drugs? No. Are you mad? I'm very confused though. Why? Are you saying that my brother is nothing but entertainment? Well, think about it. He's saving people's lives, their spiritual (sighs) lives. All these years working undercover, and you're going to say he's not serious? Okay. Then then tell me how he's... uh, um, I love my brother. I know you do. If Todd Morris is a preacher, I feel bad for all those stupid people who are going to burn it out right next to him. You know, Peter was was a violent man. He's going to burn it out. Anybody? Peter was a wrestler. Did you know that? Peter? Peter was a wrestler. You know, and he would, he was kind of violent, man, and he was a fisherman. He did a lot of things to make ends meet. 
You know, there's word that he had a, a family. We're not for certain about that. But, um, you know, remember that one day when Jesus made the boat so full it almost sank? Just think, if he did have a wife, how happy she must have been. You know, and then she went. On, he went on tour with Jesus, right? You know, all yeah. these clubs and, I don't know, probably Peter turned it into some type of fighting venue. We're going to have a match. Jesus is going to preach, and I'm going to fight. I can almost see it, you know. kind of reminds me of Ric Flair in a way in a combination of Todd. Todd's the, the preacher, and then that part of him, that's Ric Flair. There you go. You know, so I kind of like that combination. But Peter was a fighter. Matter of fact, when Jesus was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, you know, um, you know, Judas walked up and gave him that kiss to identify who Jesus was. Because he was just very thug-looking like the rest of the disciples. Yeah, I can imagine if it were today, he probably had low-hanging pants also. <laughs> he walked yeah. up, and probably back then it was a kiss on the cheek. It was probably...
So I don't know what the hell is going on around here. We lost the feed to the live stream over on Block Talk Radio. And now since they are at our time, we are we are unable unable to continue this portion of our show with Bachelor Phil tonight. But it looks like we're gonna be going solo here for the rest of the night. Unless we get some kind of miracle. Some kind of miracle that will put us back in contact with the voluptuous bathtub girl. But right now, I don't see that. But we are back here. Live with Todd Force Live. We were over there in a tornado. Just a few minutes ago, we're praying for my sister Baptist girl who I think may have been struck by lightning. Not only was I disconnected from her program, but suddenly all of my mobile networks over here went completely blank. I couldn't even come over there and show me. Are you kidding me? I know who this is. This is all because of Bill Wacker. He's got his hands on the big red button. Hashtag the red, the big red button. And any moment now, all the internet in the world will be shut down. Shut down at the command of Bill Wagner. We're live here tonight now exclusively on Top Show. We're back here in the ghetto, in the slums of late night. Why are we here, you ask? Why? It's rather simple. We could be over there in that cockroach-infested hellhole called Springer. That's right, I said it. Springer. Sprocker. Hello. In the words of my good friend, Calpone P. Rogaine. Yes, that's his last name. His real last name. Yes, Calpone P. As in Peter, or as in Pitt. Rogaine. Calpone P. Rogaine. In the words of my good friend Calpone, we are here on the body body. Woo! Mother shit. Woo! The mighty mighty! Woo! Big shoot! And before we kick off the program here tonight, we've got to show a little love to our wonderful friends and partners over at Free 
Woo! Comfort. Woo! Pro. Woo! Dot-com. Woo! We got Yes, in our first order of business, when we come back, it's going to be to send a message out to that idiot, Kyrie Snake. You're an idiot. You're looking for fight. You're looking for warfare. Right here live tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do a first ever. We are going to make a live video response for time break speed, and we're going to upload that shit to YouTube. That's right, the nature boy is going on camp tonight. I'm going to jam it up. I'm going to jam it up. Tyree Speed, you want to learn?
Can can you hear me? Can you all hear me? Testing, testing. Kyrie C, I know that's you. You didn't like my comment about you seducing other men that to pay your right bills. Are you a hacking Are you a troll? You're kicking me off of my damn show. This will never be your show. Are you kidding me? How dare you send one to me that you want the name of this show changed to Boss Comics Cooler Radio? Have you lost your mind? Have you lost your mind? You went from Boss Comics Cooler at the top of the mountain, and now you're nothing more than a pop. All your videos of are of you in the dark with your yellow colored hair. Yeah, this nigga has no teeth. He's already falling. You've got some 1965 fetal hair thing going on. Grown up, scruffy. You are a bum. You're a bum. You're a disgrace. You are a failure. Huh? Are you going to kick me off my showdown? You're going to kick me off my showdown. You are a liar, and you are an idiot. And I don't blame Carly Fairhead or whatever fucking idiot for throwing your ass off her porch when you were a little boy. Yeah, she threw his ass off her porch. Not only does your mother belong in a war, you belong in a big handcuff right next to her crazy ass. Woo! I said it. Is this nigga thought he had some allies? You want to come to my house? Are you an idiot? Have you lost your mind? Are you kidding I'm going to allow some deadbeat rapper to come in my house. Are you kidding me? I will stick my German shepherd on your pathetic ass. Get of you, my Trona. Trona her day. Woo! That's right. Tyree Sting, you have a bullseye on your old rubbish ass. Woo! Provide a German shepherd. That's how close you get to Todd Boyd. You get past the German shepherd, we'll let you in the door. How about that? Denner, let the shepherd close. Tyrese Day is coming. Go turn the hand off for us. All right, this is going outside. She's going to turn the damn servant shepherd loose. Hopefully she makes it back in here in one piece. Oh, maybe I should put on a little more elevator music and make sure that the Germans don't, don't mistake desert for tonight's dinner. All right, we'll be right back. Right here live. Woo! Of nature, boy, I'm fired up tonight. Woo!
I hope you're ready. Woo! Bathtub girl, shut up. Shut up.
Okay, I think I think Jenner faded back in. Yes, the bus, the bus, they're, they're brutal, they're vicious. So Tyree Steve, you want me, you get past the tournament. That's right, you get past the tournament. Also tonight, we had King of Talk. was hobbled his way back here or back there I'm not sure where he is nowadays but he tonight asked a serious question where is serious time where is he well I've got word here from our lovely producers, that Todd Morris will no longer be working here at late night. He has requested his release. Woo! He's pulled the Tony Rose on it. Woo! He's requested his release. He is now working at PBS. So, if you want to see Todd, go to PBS. PBS! He's done. He's done. From here on out, 
and forevermore. This is what you get. You get me. Me, Nate Sherlock. Woo! Sixteen times the best. My shoe gloves cost more than your house. This is what you get. How do you like me now? Woo! Woo! I don't know. I, I don't even think we're going to have very many art talent listeners for this damn show tonight. If you even make it past the bad took girl portion of the show, I know most of you will probably fall asleep Or you will die of boredom. I'm telling you, if she would have said 1776 one more time, I'm going to strangle her, choke her. So, yes, the big breaking news tonight Todd Morris is officially out of here. He's done. He is. Hung up the boat. He's looking at his mom. He's going home. This is a new day. The dawning of a new era. The dawning of the Rick Flair. This is what you get. This is what you get. And if you don't like it, you go to hell. Woo! You can sound! Woo! You can poke sound! Woo! You can walk that out! Woo! Screw it to hell! I'm telling you someone I am taking straight to hell! And that's you, Marty Lynchette! I'm coming for that tomorrow night! Right here live on this wonderful show! Is it, is it tomorrow night? What night is it? What day is it? Marty Lynch whenever you get back there, I'm going to strangle you. Strangle you. Boss Ty Raccoon, 
That's that's what we could call it. Bark, tie, the coon. Because that's what he is. He's a thick, bloody, wannabe rapping coon. He's a coon. He's a coon.
All right, I'm back. Yes, I'm back. I do apologize for leaving the elevator music running a little prolonged there. We just discovered the desert like my lovely queen would be uh, conveniently drunk through the yard by the German. But we managed to free desert away from the damn German. I'm happy to report she's still got one good eye. Woo! Woo! She's in there now. We got an ice pack. The EMTs are on their way. But they probably won't even make it because the servants will get them too. And that's what Tyrese needs. Is it for? You want to drag? You want to drag? Your bonus ass down here in your broke town, Satchmobile. To Todd Morrison's mansion in the sky. Will you bring your ass on that? Right? You can rap to the Germans. Woo! That's the game. Woo! That's about as close as you'll get to Todd. Alan, David, more, eight, sixty, sixty-two. How old am I now? I don't know. You all tell me. Yes, I am back here on Drakeville, or what's this damn show called again? Nature Boy Live. Nature Boy Live. So far here tonight, we were nearly bored to death over at Fast to Girls 1765 Radio Whip-Off Show. From there, we had tornadoes and bullfrogs going wild. I mean, she's got to live in the stick. And I do mean in the damn stick. Oh, now, but we are sending out prayers to Baptist Girl. She's probably eating buffets right now at the local Red Cross shelter. We love you, sis. We are praying for you, sis. Yes. What else do we have going on around here? We got all this craziness. The king of talk is looking for serious time. Well, as I said, king, if you want serious time, go head on over right now to PBS. Kevin Smiley, move out the way. Here comes Tony, the tool boy, Morris. He will never be heard on this show. Again, this is the dawning of a new era. This is the Nature Boy, Ford slash Bill Wagner's big red butt era. Because we know that at any moment, all Bill has to do is press that big red fucking button. And everything is going to shit. Am I right? 
Yes, I am right. It all makes sense now. This is why everyone on late night has lost their eyes. Granny Bitch is over there with her monopoly money living in fantasy land on KKK Island. Woo! She says it's Cancun. But we're not stupid. Bitch. What else do we have? We have all this craziness. They want serious time. Someone went on my talk show page and wrote, they had the nerve to write in the comment section, Todd Morris and Mark DeWitt stand 2016. Are you kidding me? Have you lost your mind? You will never hear Todd Morris again. Ever. He's dead. He's gone. Be quick. PBS. You go over to PBS. I bet his grubby little ass is on there right now. Right now. What else do we have going on around here? Tyree Sneed is on a tyrant. He's on a tyrant. He's running around here asking everybody, where's Prince? Where's Prince? There is no Prince. Prince is dead. Prince quit. Prince walked out. Prince couldn't handle the heat. Prince is dead. The days of kissing babies. The days of calling you idiots. Ladies and gentlemen. It's dead. It's gone. It's over. You're all now barked in. You're barked. The bark of the beast. Who's the beast? You all know who the beast is. That old, woo, washed up, woo, wrinkled up, woo, grayed out, woo, stressed out, woo, worn out, woo, give out, woo. She's out. This is the dawning of a new era, a new chapter. Yes, a new chapter is upon us. Now we will bring you what they just can't seem to give you. Entertainment. When we depend on Granny Bitch for entertainment, what do we get? We have to listen to song after song after song of shagging and pseudo from the nation. You all know who I'm talking about. What what are those idiots called? The generals? Those idiots? We can listen to their horrible disgraceful, non-time-having music. That's what we get for entertainment. We get lies, 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 and my, 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 and the ICP. We depend on Bathtub Girl for our entertainment, and she wants to talk 
Hey, you know, shake your ass. Hashtag that. Shake your ass. You just shake it everywhere. The Negro can't be still. What? I don't understand why someone doesn't do a favor and just put on a damn boxing glove and finish the job. Can't you see? He's waiting. That's what Cassius Clay is waiting for. Finish the job. One more hit, and he's out of here. Get it done. Well, you all are over here playing Ring Around the Rosie with that wicked witch in the woods of hatred. And lies. That's what you're doing. Everyone seems to have lost their way. We depend on Alan Wayne for entertainment. And what do we get? We find out his wife is more entertaining than he is. Are you kidding? We're not listening to your wives because we're fans. We're listening to your wives because, in the words of my great new friend, Jimmy Lee member of the Four Horsemen. Woo! Would you fuck her in the ass? Would you fuck her in the ass? Would you? Would you? I must admit that I have not heard any of Alan Wayne's horrible shows. I don't even think his wife, I don't know if she's hot or not. I don't even, your wife couldn't even suffer the end to having to listen to another 10 seconds of your whiny, pathetic fucking voice. He tries to say, are you kidding me? We know it's driving me insane. He's an idiot. Throw him out the fucking window. Better to throw where are you when I need you with that stop and stand. Throw him out the window. Push him out. Throw him out. Knock him out. Whatever it takes. Get him out. Put him out. Whatever craziness do we have going on around here? Ghost, 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 ghost. That's all everybody's talking about. It's ghost, 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 ghost. I am sick of hearing about ghosts. Are you kidding me? Ghost, ghost is back. Ghost politics. Ghost capital. Whatever the fuck it wants to be called this week, it's the same old shit. It's the same old shit. Ghost, if you were here, I would choke you right now. Choke you out. What are you waving at me for? What? Who gives a fuck? Who gives a flying fuck that ghost? gave Todd Morris a shout-out on his show. Who cares? Ghost is yesterday's 
Alright, we've got more freaky news tonight. I'm live in the chat room for this lovely show. Well, not really live. And I see there that we've got Missouri on the call line. We've got East Oklahoma on the call line. What the hell? We're already up to 15 guests in here tonight. You cowards. You cowards. You're all cowards. Well, yes, in just a few moments, we will finally open the phone lines. I'm sorry. I didn't know that you were there waiting. Stop yelling at me. We'll be back. Woo!
Hello. Todd? Or should I say Hello? Rick? Oh, oh hello, hey. hello, hello. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Okay. How are you? Hello, hello, hello. Okay, how are you? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> He's just trying to get off my nerves, aren't you? I was trying to get Todd to talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Todd! Todd! Rick Flair, I'm trying to get Stabby McCuggs to call in. You need to go to the dumpster show that was over for some time, I guess, and tell him to call the fuck in. He just cursed at me. Don't you understand? I'm a female. I'm a female. Okay. He's taking out the dog again. Well, I heard that you are unmuted. How can you be that fast? Be gone, huh? There's no way that you can be fast that gone. Well, he probably he probably is on his phone for talk shoe. Muted it and is taking a whiz. <laughs> I would never do that though. Oh no. <laughs> that would be funny. The Rick Flair the the old timer. Rick Flair. Yes. Taking the whiz on the show. Now, now that would be disgusting. Well, no, but... no one would know. <laughs> Come on. I hope he'll be there when he's there. Okay. Ah. He got himself muted. Well, so what? So what? So we're here. So we're going to, uh, I almost said troll. We're going to monologue. We're going to monologue. Yes, we are going to monologue. Monologue all different type of of things. 